Welcome to Blue Talks Podcast, where we present compelling narratives about entrepreneurs, innovators, and dreamers. Blue Talks, brought to you by Stambic IBTC. Welcome to today's edition of Blue Talks. On today's edition, we have a dynamic young entrepreneur. She's going to be talking to us today on surviving at all costs, um, essentially how to go through challenging times and come out on top. We, without rehashing this, we all still are still reeling from the effects of COVID-19 and all the hard restrictions put on by different governments in different parts of the world. And one industry or one of the industries that was affected a lot and significantly um, is the events industry or the experiential space. And this is where she plays. She says she don't call her CEO, but it's called Chief Experience Officer and Founder of Wow Connect Services. Please welcome Toby Olani. Thank well, you, Tyro. Thank you, Blue Talks. Um, so yes, um, I'm happy to be here. And yes, Chief Experience Officer, because that's really what we do. Um, CEO, definitely the normal nomenclature, but CXO, Chief Experience Officer, is just describes you know the value I bring to the table. So that's why I prefer it. So thank you. Great to be here. Now, regarding the young, um, that's left to be seen. Young is relative, so I, I accept that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, great to be here. Thank you. I guess you're trying to take out all the guesswork from, oh, she's CEO, CEO of what? But you said chief experience officer. It almost gives you an inclination as to what it is, what it is that you're trying to, what you do up front. So, exactly. good one, good one with that. Let's meet you briefly. Who's Toby? What's your background? Did you just, were you born and all of a sudden just jumped into events? Nah. So Toby, Toby is a, is a quantity surveyor. Um, so I, I'm trained in the project management space. Somehow, I kind of knew at some point after my several apprenticeship um, stints called IT here, that that might not be my future. Um, but I'm happy and grateful for the training because it's about detail, it's about costing, it's about project management, and that was awesome training. I thought I was going to be working in the oil and gas sector all my life. No, <laughs> and that's just because when I was young, I just like, okay, these people have money, I want to have money. Nothing, nothing altruistic, right? So um, I worked in oil and gas for a while. I was great at my job. But there was just something missing. And I found that um, I liked to organize things. I was the go-to person to organize things. I was the fixer. I was the oh connector. I knew the people. I knew the things to do. I knew the places to go. And when anybody just needed things done, it was always me. When I was working, I just always found myself wanting to know about the end of the year parties, about team bonding. And I just figured at some point that, you know what? Why don't we try this? Um, I started out just creating my own experiences and selling corporates and saying, you know, we'll be a part of this. We have a lifestyle event. You guys can get stalls and stuff and let's connect businesses and let's connect people. I really didn't start out thinking that I was going to organize events for people funny enough. So that's basically my story. Um, I've always liked to enjoy myself. I think one of the reasons I'm on this earth is to help people enjoy themselves, really, because I think life is hard, to be honest. It's, it's hard enough. 
so why not help people enjoy it that's really how i see it um, and enjoy it properly excellently putting their resources to best use either as corporate or as individuals um so that's basically a summary of who i am okay toby thanks so much for that i really really appreciate that i remember the wild connect fair events um which um you had them trying to promote different businesses and get people to so yeah i mean that's that's been a while now yeah but, it's true you actually attended those early events this world is really interesting so yes so really that's, i really didn't think further than that at that point i really just felt businesses had a better chance of of reaching more people in a more relaxed environment so now you have all those um, lifestyle fairs now but then we were just one or two doing those kind of events and um when i look back i'm like oh wow you know <laughs> we were actually quite innovative at that point but um i think it served its purpose um both in the businesses we served and in our own business life cycle as well so i think it was it was definitely a great way to start our foray in this business definitely it was very rewarding not rewarding financially, but rewarding in terms of looking back and people saying, oh, my business, this is what happened. We met these clients. They took us to the next level here. Or now you see big stars that actually featured at your event. And you're like, oh, wow. Seeing that trajectory is just amazing. Seeing that growth is actually really amazing. So it's safe to say that you've paid your dues. Oh, wow. Yes, definitely have. Well, the truth about paying dues is you always, you, you keep paying at different levels, isn't it? Um, so you never stop paying your dues, just that um, it's at different stages and the cycle is just different. But yeah, I've paid, but I'm still paying. But yeah, that's what life is. Great stuff, great stuff. I mean, so you mentioned earlier that you, you enjoyed parties and you believe that one of the reasons why you're is to help people enjoy themselves, um, which is a, I mean, I think that's the first time I've ever heard anybody say that, but um, it's good that you know your calling. Um, <laughs> like, but at what point did you, did you think that this could be a real business? And how did you get your first opportunity? Okay, so first of all, I'll, I'll correct you slightly. I don't particularly enjoy parties. I just enjoy having a good time. And it, might, it can come as anything. It can come with this conversation. I'm having a good time as we are now. This is an experience. I enjoy going for shows and stuff. Parties, not particularly. This might sound funny to people. Not particularly. I think the best time I enjoy in a party is when, you know, when everybody has left and you're just 10 left, you and your close friends are just gisting and even analyzing the party. I prefer that <laughs> to the party itself. But, um, when did I know this was was it? Um, so when I dis when I started the fairs and people, you know, were still I was still doing favors for people. I was always it wasn't it wasn't work when people called to say oh do this help with this. It, I just did it. When I think of some of the weddings, some of my my friends that married really earlier on ten years ago, eleven years ago, twelve years ago, and I remember that actually played a role at the, those events i'm like oh wow that's interesting so two things that i will point to one was a friend's wedding when i think i said that do you know what i had said my affairs and a friend reached out and said toby i need help so this time i heard the i need help not as a favor i heard it as a business opportunity and i was like okay let's do this so my first opportunities were from friends 
which which is nice to remember. Well, actually, from my immediate circle, and when family realized, okay, this is the path Toby wants to take, they're like, okay, you need to actually see someone that's already doing this, and just ask questions and and you know get her take on on how to proceed. And I did that. I think when I even had that conversation, I hadn't left my um, corporate job yet, and she was like, me, she saw me. She was like, you'll be awesome with this job. I go for it, go for a training and just take it from there. And it was awesome advice. It was awesome to hear someone validate you even without starting because I hadn't started then. So funny enough, even though I do more corporates now, we started with social events and the opportunity, my first opportunities came from family and friends. So I think first the unpaid ones and even the paid ones. So even my first jobs I was paid for, I wasn't even paid as if it was my first job because I had the experience and that came through in the discussions and they were like, okay, what do you charge? And I was like, this is what I charge. And that was it. And that's how I started getting paid. So it was quite interesting now that I think about it. Yeah, you know, the memories always make you either smile, laugh or or sad. It has to be one of them. It's, it's, it's you know, um, and sometimes all, all at the same time. But I think one of the things you said is the lessons you learned through it all, doing the free stuff for people. And I mean, the most powerful thing that I think you said that I've heard from you is that you heard somebody say, I need help, but you didn't hear, oh, help as in come and be for free. You heard it as a business opportunity. And I think that that's, that in itself is maybe we could see that that was your moment when you arrived you know because at that point you could see it as a business you were confident enough to say i can charge money for this i can be paid for this you know at, and, at that moment. I, yes and i think even now there are a lot of things that people ask for there are a lot of things that in people every one of us do without thinking and you realize yeah people always ask you for these things all the time therein lies your business opportunity i think let me give an example. Um, a lot of people that are close to me I always say they don't know why I don't do restaurant reviews. They don't know why somehow I've not made that a business because people want to go to a new place, take your wife out, take your friends out. A group is in town for business. I always have at least three to five suggestions that will be perfect for you. And they're like, this is a business opportunity. Whilst it is, and maybe sometime in my life, who knows, I might do something in that line. You just find that there's something that comes naturally to you that doesn't seem like work. So even creating experiences and events, yes, there's a lot of work, sleepless nights, you know, loads of work, but it comes naturally to me. So even having a good time comes naturally to me and creating a good time comes naturally to me. So I think that everyone has something that comes naturally to them. I have people that I call when I have a tech problem. I have people I call when there's just this problem or the other. That's an opportunity right there. I think, and I think a lot of times we overlook these opportunities and we get emotional about these things. But people will be willing to pay you for a problem you're solving, any problem. Because to you, it's easy, but to the other person, it's a problem that needs to be solved. Yeah, absolutely. What seems like a problem to to somebody else might be easy to you. What seems like a problem to you might be easy for somebody else to solve. And I think that that's, that brings us right to the core of our conversation today. I mean, everything you said so far has been really inspiring. I mean, but we want to look back at the last um, 20 months or thereabout, you know, maybe 20, yeah, about 20 months. 
Alter Ramio. And um, when we first heard about um, this strange thing that was taking over the entire world, and you know, at some point we thought, it's not, it won't come near us. You know, in Africa, we are strong. We are, we have the immunization. We are naturally inoculated against all these kinds of things. It's, 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 it's a foreign, it's an abroad problem, you know. But alas, in March, the government had to take drastic decisions. Your industry was not just affected; it was almost totally annihilated, if, if there's a word, or completely erased from from things because nobody could meet physically nobody could do anything physically for it for the longest time how did you feel what was your first reaction when you heard about COVID-19 being a pandemic hmm. I think when I my first reaction was <laughs> Nigerian phrase of this too shall pass right okay this most likely will be temporal we didn't realize how bad it was going to be and as you said, it seemed far away at the beginning. But anyway, I think it was a case of, okay, this is a temporary glitch. Let's stay safe. It was survival mode in the health way. I wanted my team to be, because we closed immediately, even before the announcement of closing. Once it was on our shores, we closed the office immediately because, because in the event industry, we it's kind of quiet end of January beginning of February, things begin to pick up end of February, March. So we're in the, we're in the process of we're doing trainings in-house, we're doing photo shoots for the team, you know, really getting ready for busy period and really, you know, growing the team and just getting ready for an awesome year. I was really looking forward to an awesome year last year. So when it happened, first thing was, let's stay safe. That's all I could think of at that point. And as time wore on, you know, we have, our industry is very, we're always busy, right? Even if you don't have work, you're either getting ready for work, you're trying to get new ideas, you are reaching out to clients. There's also something you're doing. You have to stay creative, stay on top of trends. Um, so at first, you know, that's what I was doing. That's what a lot of people were doing. And I, I think um, I realized I was quite restless, right? So at the very beginning, even before we realized it was going to be really long, we were doing trainings, um, online trainings on Instagram. We were talking about the health thing. We got a mental health expert. We got a dietitian. We got a physician. Just talking to people about eating right, staying mentally strong. So basically, I was <laughs> I was channeling my work into helping others because I felt at that point people were really shaken. And I think the way I channeled that um, that um, uncertainty was how can I help the next person? I'm not trying to sound um, like a goody two shoes or anything, but again, as I said, events people, we just always have to channel our energy. And that's how I was able to channel my energy and also get myself centered, was to still work. Even if it was not paid for work, we were creating our own events just to make sure people were okay online. We we're just doing anything online um, just to keep people informed at the beginning was focused on education on health before we now began to move into okay we're home nothing is happening people are getting depressed people are not happy and remember i said one thing i like to do is people to enjoy themselves so the way i'm i stay happy is being busy so we just like creating different things for people to do virtually um, and that presented in itself an opportunity because, because very early on, and I think it, 
I would say first of all luck and second of all just still doing what we do regardless of payments for what we do right so because we we're channeling our energy into still creating it brought an opportunity because we stayed busy as, as I, again I, i'll say again we were not being paid it was our own ideas we were just putting out there we stayed busy but because we we're staying busy we were was staying plugged in into what was going on in our industry even though a lot wasn't happening um i was lucky to um, be connected to some communities um early on you know just to discuss with event professionals saying okay what's happening what's going on what are we going to do yes there's a lockdown in nigeria but there's a lockdown in america there's a lockdown everywhere so i was part of some international communities where we we're having those discussions which were not really saying much because nobody really knew what was going to happen Nobody really knew how long this was and everybody was confused really. But the fact that we had platforms to discuss and just basically, um, you know, dissipate negative energy and, you know, in turn, you know, just get enlightened and get knowledge. So I knew about a lot of platforms. I knew about what that people were doing in different places. So it kept, it kept me occupied. I really was occupied. So that's, this is the first time I would say that, you know, people always say, adversity or challenges um bring opportunities but this is the first time i really really saw it firsthand because it wasn't planned the opportunities just happened to unravel not unravel just present themselves based on the fact that we were focused on work and focused on work as an outlet then we then saw the opportunities you know um open up to us so yeah I know you asked one question, but I think I've, I've answered more than what you asked. But they kind of just um, feed into one another. It's great. I don't think I've had that kind of conversation with anybody, and it not spilling into other things because it's 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 one of those moments in time where you you really don't you it wasn't planned for, and everybody's just kind of like thankful I'm through it, and you know we just have to keep on going. Um, in that sense, and and I think that that's one of the things that endeared me to, or you know, to even to, when we're thinking about this topic and saying who and how you know can we use, can we speak to about this, you know, in that sense. And I said, oh, I mean, I know Toby, and I know the industry that she's been in as well. There, so there's almost nobody that operates in that industry, whether big or small, that was not affected, and that's just the truth, you know. So. It didn't matter. Even some of the global events. I have a friend who paid, who had paid and made all necessary arrangements to go for. There's a regular, there's an annual conference in Barcelona, telecoms or tech conference. Oh and, yes, I know. Uh, so for, they had sent a global an email to all the attendees that the entire thing was cancelled because Spain at some point was like the epicenter. Oh yes. Know, of, of the spread of, of the pandemic, so there was almost nobody that it didn't affect. And these are people that build their economies build their entire businesses on that one event throughout the yeah, entire year. Exactly. You know, so we're not talking about it from COVID. It, it could have been anything, you know. Yes, um, today we're saying COVID, but we're saying, how did you pull through it? And a few things that I can pull out here is the fact that you said the opportunities presented themselves and you were able to take advantage of those opportunities. Um, still trying to do what it was that you loved doing um, while those opportunities, while within the challenging atmosphere and the environment it was. I mean, going from, oh, this is going to be an awesome year to, okay, <laughs> we don't even know what's going to happen next. So <laughs> we don't know what it's, we don't know how we're going to end the year, you know, yeah. so at the end of the day. But um, 
you know the funny thing Tyro, we added actually ended up being an awesome year because because of covid or because of the challenges and how we had to apply ourselves and the different things we came up came up with so while connect came up with fun and banter fun and banter is a way we engage virtually so we started doing game nights we started doing game nights at first it was even free um just come to come and have fun and our fun trivia music let's just you know let's just enjoy ourselves then <laughs> the funny part was i got a call one day saying oh somebody sent a forward about a game night to do and we're chat so again at first it was free free where some of my friends and didn't even join they were like what was this you know you have some people just trickling and after a while i was like okay we're spending money on data i'm still paying my staff no matter how small let's charge something we, we started charging something you know some days you have some weeks you have a number of people so it was anything from five people to 30 people so it wasn't like a big thing but it was regular and someone calls me maybe a month or two into game night or maybe three months into game night again this period taught me so many things so imagine you're planning this kind of thing and you have only three people log on it's very frustrating but you still go ahead right you still do it because you just first of all you know that those three people will be happy by the time they are done and you've added value to someone's life right so we still went ahead regardless of how challenging some of those weeks were um and then someone gives me a call one day and says oh oh we are a team they're getting frustrated they've not seen one another they're tired of they're having a virtual fatigue they're tired of meeting we just want them to have fun and I, that person doesn't know that it was because of them i designed a team bonding and corporate game night because it didn't even occur to me when we started it didn't occur to me that corporate will want that i didn't see beyond just individuals just having a good time so we did we had that call with corporates and we just realized oh my god this is where the income is going to come from groups and then i realized apart from corporates you have social groups um, you have alumni of um, schools and stuff like that. You have people that have clubs that haven't seen and want to hang out. And you have birthday parties. So it just opened a different thing. And again, I've also seen how, you know, ideas can be client-led. Because if I didn't get that call, I might have come up with it or somebody on the team might have come up with that idea much later. But it was just like, <laughs> it was really funny. And it was really interesting how what the person called and I dropped the phone. I just knew that that was it. And why I say it ended up being an awesome year was some corporates that we had even sent proposals to, you know, years before, oh, let's start planning events for you, blah, blah, blah. They came to us. Oh, we hear you guys are doing this. And it just is so spectacular to me till now how our game nights, our simple idea, our very, very simple idea just opened up so many doors and it also made me realize how a lot of us trivialize simple things it started with in a conversation with a, a neighbor that we sort of quarantined together and what were, 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 i had done one or two game nights in their house and you know one of them said let's do this thing online now you know let our friends and family join us and before you know it became something as i had a discussion with one of them recently and then like Toby, who knew this thing? Just coming to our house one day and saying, 
let's have fun this is boring we can't keep on eating and just gisting every day let's play games we play those games and we now went online i still marvel at the fact how simple so it makes me think back how many simple ideas did i ignore in my life or in my business so now i do not i do not ignore anything no matter how simple when once it enters my head i think on it and i ponder and i will try it so now i think i'm more i'm more interested in trying out new things um i've always been which is why i started with fairs and stuff and I, and i think it just sort of strengthened that you know what you try a new idea it might not work but what if it does and it also taught me that when you try an idea it might not bring anything in the first week first month first six months you do not know so sometimes if your gut is right and if one person i think i've read that before and i've found it to be true if one person is willing to pay for your idea even if it's just one percent of a certain population you will get more people to pay for it so just stick with it because again now it looks all nice you know we've done for some corporates we've done for some groups it's been good it's gotten our leg into some doors but imagine if we didn't stay with those horrible weeks where people love god i like am i gonna do game night for four people really <laughs> but you do you still go ahead and your team members are looking at you like um excuse me toby they are just um we just have three people that are paid and registered oh let's and I, and I have to act excited because you don't want the team to be discouraged so i always used to act excited you know like even though I might be sad with and be like, what are we even really doing? What's going to happen with this COVID thing? You know, but I stayed excited. At least I kept my exterior excited for them. And in Syria, I just found other ways of staying strong and having an, an awesome support system, you know, um, using exercise to stay mentally strong. So yeah, so it was really a huge, it's really, it's really been an interesting 20 months. Um, but I've learned so many lessons and I hope I've been able to communicate of those lessons in in just staying the course no matter what and not and not trivializing any idea you have not trivializing any relationship you have um really really there's a term someone i follow on instagram uses being where your feet are because sometimes and what that means is when you're in a conversation stay in that conversation because there might be just be something somebody will say that will trigger an idea in your mind so stop fiddling with your phone stop thinking of 20 thousand other things you want to just stay in that conversation you just never know what idea it might trigger I'm a, I'm a creative person so yeah it's all about ideas it's all about we couldn't travel we couldn't go out you know so it's conversations that will keep your mind alive so it's important to just be present yeah so <laughs> i know i've said a lot but i hope i've been able to communicate some things that we learned i mean it's your experience and that's um and i think that's one of the things i'm speaking to you about it's and I just sat down listening and I'm like, wow, you went through all this, you you did all this, you know, and that's, those, those were some of the expressions that I had, you know, um, and a really powerful story, and, uh, you know, and I hope that someday we can get a compendium of stories like this to inspire people in their moments of doubt, disbelief, second guessing yourself, that it's never always going to be like that forever. Things are going to open up, things are going to change you know just prepare for it and take care of your mental strength your mental oh yes that's really important because you know sometimes when you hear some stories they sound so so sweet oh was it that easy i don't think just that it's hard to communicate 
some things people go through because it's not like so you know how on social media when you're having a good time you take pictures nobody can take a picture when they're having a bad time because that's, <laughs> what, that's the truth that's the last thing on your mind but if we can communicate it was to be honest it was really a tough time for our industry but i think you know one thing our industry did was you know everybody was figuring it out as they went along but you didn't stop you didn't just sit down and look and even if you just had to engage somehow so some people did courses were learning new things some people even learned something entirely different some people actually left and sometimes that's not even a bad thing you know because as i was telling you before we started this call i was saying you know i called a supplier um that i really like to do some certain things and he had become a real estate agent and the funny thing is he's making more money than he used to so maybe he's even found you know something he's better at than what he was doing so sometimes even giving up seeming to give up might not be as bad as you think you might just find another example would be an entertainer i use you know he's he plays um, a musical instrument and when there was nothing to do yes people were playing on zoom and virtual parties and stuff but before that even started he had a family to feed and he's just there looking into agriculture and some other things that he's always wanted to so guess what now he's still doing what he loves playing his musical instrument still making good money from that but his farm his business is making good money so now his passion is now really like the extra money he's still doing it but he found something else so sometimes you know these things also open up new opportunities in other areas my own opportunities were still in my own industry some other people were in another industry some even left but for the better so it's just um it's just an interesting an interesting way when you are forced because another thing i'm always telling colleagues is i think we also got lazy i think we also got complacent without realizing you know some things were just clockwork just do this do that yes we're all creative yes we're all do bringing new things to the table but it made us really sit up and really really think again another thing it made a lot of people event professionals do is um, i'm sure you know some apart from me we just never have time for anything or anybody, right? It's always work, work, work. It forced us to focus on important things again. Work is great. It's good to be awesome at your craft, but also relationships are extremely important. And as a colleague said, if he had continued on this path, maybe by the time it was 20, 25, he realized he doesn't even have any friend anymore because he was always so busy and never just stopped to, you know, smell the coffee, you know, so now it just taught us different things in different areas and i think that when we embrace these learnings we're just really better people and we're even better professionals at the end of the day because we are now more well-rounded um generally in life thank you thank you so much toby i have a ton of questions but i think that our listeners our audience would be they would have a sensory overload if you continued <laughs> because there's, there's, I, I think you're just dropping the nuggets but there, I mean, uh, like you said, nobody can take a picture when you're when you're having a bad time. So, hey, in the defense of um, the alter egos that we all have on social media, so always the happy-go-lucky kind of thing. Toby, any last words for anybody going through a challenging time right now in their business, um, due to whatever reason, whatever whatever the cause of the the challenge is? Um, do you what? what what would you say to them? Um, I'll say don't do it alone. Speak out to anyone around you. And if you don't find anyone around you, send an email. And you're not sending an email to someone to ask for money. You're sending an email to just 
because sometimes the answers are right in front of us we just need another perspective or sometimes just need to you know just speak to anyone that might either have more experience on it or have gone or have gone through a similar thing so speak out is what i would say first please um Taiwan, if there's any way you can drop my i'll give it my personal email not my working if anybody wants to send an email and just get things off their chest i'm very happy to do that because it can be really tough alone i, I can't speak for anywhere else in the world business in nigeria can be quite daunting um so please speak out do not do it alone you'll be shocked at what solution to your problem might be somebody next to you might have a solution to your problem and you might not have thought of that so i think that's the first thing i would say and really 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 nothing lasts forever good and bad <laughs> in those bad times just have a mental image of how good you want it and where you want to go and it's really helped because nothing lasts forever both good and bad times so this bad time it will it will pass but reach out to someone speak out don't do it alone and um, and just keep reading keep reading search for anything google anything you just will find solutions are in front of us sometimes but we need to look for it we need to look for it and please protect your mental health is extremely important um it's very important for you to be well before anything else because if you are not um present there are a lot of things that it affects your health it affects so many things so you need to whatever outlets uh, will help you if it's exercise if it's meditation whatever it is you believe in please hold you know hold it hold fast to it and uh, and please i'll repeat reach out to someone um, there's no problem that cannot be solved i always say I have a friend that says, um, once we're alive and well, every other problem can be solved. If it's money, money can be solved. There's always a solution somewhere, somehow. That's what I would say. But stay strong. It will end soon. And on that note, we want to end strong. On that stay strong note. <laughs> Toby, it's been wonderful, wonderful chatting with you. Um, thank you once again for coming on the show. I've been certainly inspired. I've been taking down notes of some of the things you've been saying. So if you see them on social media, don't accuse me of plagiarism. At all. I'm just, um, I'm just paying it forward. It's Thank been an you. awesome time with you. Thank you so much for coming on the Thank show. Thank you. Thank you, Tyro. Thank you for the talks. And um, see you on the internet. <laughs> well, we're back on the internet. <laughs> all right, then. Thank you. This has been an edition of Blue Talks for today. Until next time, stay strong. Bye for now. Blue Talks, brought to you by Stambic IBTC.